There are three big problems with used vehicle appraisals. One, manually sifting through comp vehicles. Two, old book values and ghost comps. Three, no recon visibility. You can solve them all with AutoVision. Now available from Reynolds & Reynolds. Learn more at reyrey.com slash used cars. That's R-E-Y, R-E-Y dot com slash used cars. Want to dive deeper into the topics you hear about on Daily Drive? We're offering listeners a special offer, 20% off a one-year automotive news digital subscription. That gets you access to all of our news, information, and analysis made for automotive industry leaders like you. Go to autonews.com slash daily drive promo to redeem. Welcome to Daily Drive for Friday, February 9th, 2024. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News in Detroit. And I'm Kellen Walker in Las Vegas. Today on the show, Asbury's net income nosedives, Mazda reports record profits, and Lexus reigns over J.D. Power's dependability survey for a second year. Plus, M5 Management Services CEO Lee Harkins joins the show to talk about the biggest trends and challenges for service and parts in 2024. He says managers can't continue to keep throwing money at problems and expect them to get fixed. I would ask managers to really look at the culture of their business. Let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Asbury Automotive saw net income fall 84% year-over-year during the fourth quarter to about $56 million. The company says the results reflect industry trends back toward normalcy, as well as headwinds for its service and parts business. Asbury also reported an $88 million asset impairment. The company said it spent $1.8 million in professional fees related to its acquisition of Jim Coons Automotive, The $1.2 billion Coons deal closed in December. It was the industry's largest transaction in 2023. Asbury is also dialing back its growth target by $2 billion. The dealership group had sought to reach $32 billion in revenue by 2025, but an investor presentation indicated Asbury would now pursue becoming a $30 billion company and listed a time frame of 2025 to 2030. An Asbury spokesperson said executives were not available to clarify that deadline on Thursday. The group produced about $15 billion in revenue during 2023, down more than 4%. Borg Warner's all-in on electrification strategy is being tested. That's as the pullback on increasing electric vehicle production hampers the automotive supplier's sales and earnings. The company saw a 6% year-over-year gain in both categories for the fourth quarter, with $3.5 billion in revenue and $281 million in operating income. Full-year sales grew 12% to more than $14 billion. Full-year income rose 15% to more than $1.1 billion. But the performance fell short of expectations and left investors with questions about the supplier's exposure to EV programs which are not panning out as expected. Mazda expects to ride its new wave of large products to record profits. Customers are snapping up nameplates such as the CX-90 crossover and are increasingly buying into higher margin hybrids. The automaker booked all-time high earnings for its latest quarter. Mazda says it's now zeroing in on record profits for the full fiscal year that ends March 31st. Mazda's optimistic appraisal comes as the company released earnings for the latest quarter. Mazda notched records for the period in all profit categories. 
Parent company operating profits surged 30% to more than $500 million. Net income more than tripled to $407 million as revenue advanced 19% to about $8.9 billion in the three-month period. Looking ahead, Mazda kept its earnings outlook unchanged for the current fiscal year. Lexus clinched the top spot on J.D. Power's annual survey of vehicle dependability for a second year in a row. Toyota ranked second. It was the highest performing mass market brand in dependability, dethroning Kia after three straight years at the top of that category. Overall, long-term quality and reliability slipped slightly across the industry compared with the year earlier. The average number of problems per 100 vehicles surveyed rose to 190 in the latest study. It was 186 in 2023. J.D. Power says automakers face multiple challenges. They include an aging overall car and light truck fleet, ongoing problems with infotainment and advanced technologies, and more electrified models. And we now have a name and leader for the electric vehicle charging network that was formed last year by seven major automakers. The new company will be called Iona. Iona. We'll, we'll get back to you on that when we can get it confirmed. Seth Cutler will be its CEO. Cutler is the former president and COO of EV Connect, a charging services management company. The automakers unveiled the planned network last summer. It's a joint venture between BMW, General Motors, Honda, Hyundai, Kia, Mercedes-Benz, and Stellantis. And those are today's headlines. Jamie, Lexus takes the top spot on J.D. Power's annual survey of vehicle dependability, and Toyota ranks second. Huge profits and now the top two spots in dependability. The Toyota brand and Lexus are just rolling. Their 2024 has started out really, really strong. Is there anything that can slow down this momentum? Well, quality problems. You know, we've seen it in the past uh, when companies push to get really big, when they push to be number one. Uh, in this case, Toyota's really been pushing uh, in 2023, you know, to meet the demands. Their dealers were really understocked uh, through the chip shortage. And so they've been trying to catch up. Of course, those vehicles will be in the vehicle dependability study in three more years. So we'll see how that shakes out. Toyota and Lexus have really long been known for their quality and especially their durability. They are not early adopters of technology. They don't lean into it too much and they have great supplier relations. So they tend to move slowly. They bring their suppliers along and they keep their quality really high. Gotcha. Coming up, dealership service drives have plenty of challenges to contend with in 2024. M5 Management Services CEO Lee Harkins joins us next to talk about what managers need to know. That's next on Daily Drive. Data is the backbone of your used vehicle department. You need it to find accurate comp sets and to best understand your market in order to make precise appraisal and pricing decisions. But it feels like you're always struggling to get the information you need. How much time do you spend sifting through comps because there are outliers that don't match the vehicle you're appraising. Do you frequently make manual adjustments to pricing recommendations? Reynolds' newest inventory management solution, AutoVision, can help. AJ McGowan, president and founder of AutoVision, explains how. If you look at the way that cars are traditionally priced, you know, you can get down to specifics in terms of, you know, what zip code is it in and, you know, what options does it have on it? You know, some of those sorts of things. Um, but the thing that's never really taken into account um, is, you know, that dealer's, you know, specific view of the market. 
Our goal with AutoVision was to use, you know, technology that's available now to do real-time processing, which allows dealers to really set the their view of the market into AutoVision. And then we use our tools to analyze the data that's there and show them this is what this vehicle is worth to you. AutoVision can help you run your used vehicle department with precise comp sets, real-time inventory data, and reconditioning insights. Visit reyrey.com slash used dash cars to find out more. That's R-E-Y, R-E-Y dot com slash used dash cars. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters with Kellen Walker. From customer retention to employee retention, dealership service departments have a lot to consider this year. Lee Harkins is the CEO of dealership management company M5. He spoke with Automotive News Senior Editor Dan Shine about priorities for those working on the service drive in 2024. They spoke at the NADA show in Las Vegas. Lee, great to have you today. Thank you for having me. It's great. Uh, we're here at the NADA show. Always a great kickoff for the, for the year. Tell me what service directors, service managers should be thinking about in 2024. Well, uh, in my opinion, I think they should be really focused on taking care of the client, even yeah. more so than we've ever had in the past. You know, a lot of the manufacturers are moving to a net promoter scoring system. As opposed to CSI. As opposed to CSI, which has a component of retention in it with some of them. Mm -hmm. And this is huge. There's a lot of back-end money, and uh, there ain't a service department out there that wants to be the reason why their store gave up a ton of money because their net promoter was bad. Yeah. We always hear about retention. It's so important. Mm -hmm. Always a focus. And always seems to be a tough thing to, to crack. Right. How come? I think there's a lot of things. In our business, we want everything to be now. We want instant results. Well, improving the operation and earning that net promoter score is not something you go out and touch their foreheads and automatically everybody's you know, following the process. It takes work. Yeah. And you got to work at it. And uh, a lot of people want it easy, but it's not something that happens over. And what else? about you talk about like you talk about customer retention, mm -hmm. also important staff recruitment, staff retention, tech recruitment, mm -hmm. tech retention. Sure. What to, how are you? How should they be thinking about that? Um, as far as like finding good folks, keeping them. What, what's going to help them well, do that? In, in my opinion, it's all about culture. You know, and there's a lot of managers out there that think the only way they can hire people is to go out and throw money at them. Yeah. That gets very very expensive. I would ask managers to really look at the culture of their business. What, they, what, what the culture needs to be, in my opinion, is that they need, need to have salespeople of the employees outselling the store to other peers in the industry. I'm always fascinated, and I've heard you speak about this before and other folks in the business. That you, when you walk in a dealership, you can tell this has this place has cult, good culture or not. You can feel it as soon as you walk in the store. And what I like to do is I I always abide by the uh, uh, ten foot rule. All right, if if an employee sees somebody within ten feet, regardless of who they may be, there's pleasantries. Good morning, good afternoon. How you doing? Can we help you? Whatever. Right. Right. And uh, when you walk into a store, and I, and I do it in a store where I get my truck service, all right? Now, I look everybody that walks past me in the eye, and I just watch them. 
yeah. and ain't one of them say anything to me. <laughs> That's bad culture. Right, gotcha. You, 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 they got to understand the cost. The customer is king in the store. Yeah. And not just in the spoken word, but in their actions every single day, and as well uh, uh, respect for the other employees. That's great stuff. So, NADA show, always new tools, new things being launched and debuted. Tell me about Rose. Well, we are so excited about Rose. Rose is an evaluation of the repair orders of the repair order performance of the store, and we've had this for years. We we developed it years ago because we were lazy. Okay, <laughs> we would go into a store, and one of the first things we would do when we evaluate the store is we'd sit down and do an RO survey. Yeah. Well, that just takes so much time. Everybody kept saying, why don't you just get it out of the DMS? Well, now we get it out of the DMS. And uh, we developed it. It's, it's gone through many levels. But, but Rose Plus that we have right now is fully integrated with majority of all, if not all, but it's changing every day. Right. All the DMSs, we can pull reports immediately. It's a true reflection of the day, of the, of the, day, of the month, of the yesterday. It's an awesome tool. Yeah, that's fine. That's and great. And it's really, uh, it, it's, there's a lot of interest. We've shown it to a number of managers today and dealers absolutely over the top, and we're excited about it. Great. Congratulations. Thank you. Always great to catch up with you. You're a great friend Always of Automotive News and to me, and I appreciate it. Lee Harkins is the CEO of M5 Management Services. He spoke with our own Dan Shine at the NADA show in Las Vegas. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. And I'm Kellen Walker. Thanks to Automotive News Coordinating Producer Jake Neer, as well as our own John Hutter, Hans Grimo, George Wykamp, and Hannah Lutz for their reporting for today's podcast. We also had reporting from Kurt Nagel of our sibling publication, Crane's Detroit Business. You can get the latest news on service and parts, earnings results, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Come back over the weekend for our Weekend Drive edition for the second week in February. We'll talk about the latest automaker earnings results from Japan and whether Toyota is ready to say, I told you so, when it comes to its wait and see EV strategy. Customers who are interested in a cleaner car or something that's electrified but can't afford an EV or are worried about things like charging, they're seeing these hybrids as how the Japanese are positioning them as a bridge technology. So they're flocking in and Toyota in particular is having great success with its hybrids. If you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.